0: Hello, my friends, my name is Lewis, and you are listening to Budo, The Martial Way. In today's episode of the podcast, I'm gonna take you through some more guided meditation. Today, our topic of discussion is inner self. If you listened to episode four of the podcast, you may remember I spoke about the qualities of outer scene, sight, sound, and body sensation the windows through which we perceive the world around us. Well, today, we're going to have a little talk about the attributes which develop inner self, qualities with which we conceive our mind, and which also serve to distract our attention on an almost constant basis. So, Before we start, if you are able, please make yourself comfortable, sit yourself down somewhere cozy, remove any distractions from your immediate environment, and let's begin. When I meet my clients in person, whether it's training at the gym or studying at a cafe, usually the first thing I do is ask them how they've been. How are you? What have you been up to? But when I meet someone to practice meditation, I never ask this question. Right now, as you are listening to this, whoever you are, I don't care about how your day has been. I am not interested in what you've been doing this week. And if you've got something else happening later today, I don't want to know about it because none of that matters. Before and after are of no concern to me, nor should they be to you. All that matters is right now. So wherever you are, whatever you're doing, whether you're listening to this at home or on the train or as you're walking, I want you to forget about whatever has happened before this moment and to completely disregard anything else you have in mind for later today. Right now, you're mine. You have agreed to commit your attention to me right now in this present moment. So first of all, All I want you to do is have a little think about your posture. Whether you're sitting, lying, standing or walking, whatever posture we're in, let's make sure we're at least in that position correctly. So let's straighten the back, shoulders back and down, level the hips. The head is floating up nicely toward the ceiling, chin retracted slightly, but we're relaxed Yes, I want you to straighten yourself out and take control of your body, but don't go about it in a stiff or rigid manner. Just chill out. Nothing we're doing here is difficult. Take it easy, relax. Okay, we're good, we're comfortable, we're upright, we're tall, but we're also relaxed. We're easy. So now that our posture's correct, what next? For those of you who've sat with me before, you may have answered breathing. So to start with, let's just draw our attention to the breath for a few seconds. Watch the breath, feel the breath, follow the movement of the air as it flows through you. Don't worry if you've become distracted, it's not a problem. Just keep bringing that attention back to the breath. Even if you have to draw your concentration back a hundred times over, then a hundred times it shall be. As we sit and as we breathe, our mind will wander as we are filled with all kinds of restless thoughts, brimming with ideas and imagination. That's fine. That's great. We're busy people. We live exciting lives. There's a lot going on that we have to deal with. But right now, as our mind tries to steal our attention away, we'll just bring it back to our breathing every time. The inhalation, deep down in the Hara, low, lower still. The exhalation, relaxed, easy, lengthen it slightly if you feel comfortable. Just flow with it. We're like fish, but instead of swimming through water, we're in an ocean of air. We are surrounded by atmosphere, constantly moving, flowing, in and out of us with every breath. Now that we're settled a little, Now that we've had some time to draw our attention to our posture and our breathing, let's shift that focus slightly to the outer scene that I mentioned earlier. Let's start with our sight. As we sit, as we meditate, we do so with our eyes open. We gaze forward and down at about 40 degrees and we leave our eyes there. But as we gaze with our eyes fixed on this single point, we are still able to see everything within our field of view. Without having to look down, I can see my legs folded beneath me. Without having to move my eyes from that fixed position in front of me, I can still see far to the left and to the right. Look into whatever dark and shaded corners you can see. Look also at the light and the bright objects within our view. It doesn't matter if everything you can see within your field of view is complex or simple. When I sat in meditation in Manchester, I would sit in my window looking out across the fields. There I could see for miles. It was an incredible view. Here in Japan recently, I've been sitting in a tatami room facing the shoji screen door where I can't see much of anything. But the key to understand is that neither of these views are any different. Whatever you're looking at now, if you're facing a wall Soto Zen style, or if you're sat on a train surrounded by movement and people, it's all just image and sight. Don't judge anything, don't try to name or assess anything, just look and see. That is enough. And so too shall we consider our hearing. What sounds can we hear? the quiet, the loud, the brief and the constant. It's easy for us to become aware of those short and brief sounds, the barking of a dog, the slamming of a door, but don't forget about the constant sounds too, the whir of the air conditioning, the wind in the trees, As always, equanimity, balance, witness without judgment. I don't care if the sounds you can hear are from nature, the call of birds running water in a stream, or if those sounds are entirely man-made, construction, traffic, people. We're not judging, we're not identifying, not labeling anything at all. As soon as we form an idea about something, we are no longer listening to the sound itself, but assessing it through a thought based upon it. So please, try not to think about the sounds, just hear them, just listen. and so too shall we assess our body sensation. Start from the top, work your way down. How does your head feel? What about the muscles in your face, your brow, your jaw? If you notice any tension, now would be a good time to gently relax that area. Think about the shoulders, the upper back, the chest, the arms, the hands. And as we move down to the waist, the lower back and the core, we can also think about our posture as always. Are we still sitting upright? Have we slouched down out of our position slightly? Have a quick look at the hips, the legs, the feet. Think about where you feel pressure. Where do you feel connected to your seat or to the floor? Where do you feel the contact of your clothes? And also, where do you not feel any pressure? Where do you feel light? Where can you feel the air on your skin? again, as always, equanimity. Nothing is good, nothing is bad. Think about where you feel hot or cold, any comfort or discomfort, but don't reject the so-called bad sensations and don't try to grasp or chase after any good sensations. Just experience everything as it is, clearly and without judgment. Here we are assessing our window into the world, outer scene, sight, sound, body sensation. But as always, when we become distracted, when our mind starts to wander, where do we come back to? Posture and breathing. This is our home, our base. Check the posture, return the attention to the breath. And so what is it that distracts us? That's what I really brought you here for today. Everything so far has just been a recap, not that we could ever focus on these things too much. We sit down, correct our posture, direct our mind toward the breath, and then, once we begin to feel a little more comfortable, we also become aware of our sight, sound, and body sensation. But as we sit, as we breathe, as we look, listen, and feel, Inevitably, our mind will begin to wander. Maybe we are able to maintain some degree of focus for a few minutes, but realistically, it only usually takes just a few seconds before our mind begins to gently drift away into thoughts, images, imaginary dialogue, all of which are often steeped in emotion and feelings. The qualities of inner self mirror that of outer scene. Within us, we have mental image, mental talk and body emotion. I want to share this with you so that when your mind wanders, when you become distracted from the task at hand, you don't simply identify it all as thought but you are able to look a little deeper than that to recognize the different types of thought and to see them more clearly, more distinctly. So first we have mental image. These are the pictures you can conjure up in your mind, views, faces, shapes, and images. Also, it is worth considering that when we do become lost in thought, Those thoughts are usually based in either memories of the past, projections of the future, or completely imaginary ideas not based in reality at all. So when you do become aware of your thoughts, your wandering mind, I would recommend just for a brief second considering which category that thought mainly falls into, past, future, or imagination. Often it usually applies to more than one. For instance, when we remember something that happened in the past, but imagine how it could have gone differently. But generally, our thoughts can be identified as more or less one of those three categories. So again, mental image. When we become aware of our mental image, that we are beginning to wander into the territory of conceived images and sights. As always, do not become frustrated by this. This is the very practice of meditation. All I want you to do is to acknowledge it, recognize it clearly, and then redirect your thoughts toward your actual sight, your true vision here and now. And so too, we are distracted by our mental talk. I don't know about you, but I often feel that I have a perpetual and ceaseless dialogue forever chattering away within my mind. Sometimes the voice we hear is our own. Sometimes the voice we hear is that of our friends, family or colleagues, generally whoever we spend the most time with. Or sometimes the voice we hear is a strange amalgamation of people, many different individuals, but no one in particular. Whatever... Guys, this voice takes, make no mistake, it is not you. It is the quality of mental talk. Simply another facet of our mind operating within itself. And so again, when you become aware of this voice, when you become conscious of the internal conversation you are having with yourself, don't reject it. Do not attempt to push it away. Just recognize it, acknowledge it and return your attention to your actual hearing, the true sound you are experiencing within this present moment. And last, body emotion. Our emotions, our feelings, are much less acute and easily recognizable than our other attributes of awareness. It takes a much more objective and introspective mind to become clearly conscious of our emotional content, but it is incredibly important that we do so because they run so deep within us, underlying everything else. These emotions go a long way to coloring our perceptions of everything else. Depending on how we feel and what kind of emotional state we are in, our understanding and assessment of everything else we experience will vary drastically. So it is very beneficial to become more acutely aware of our own emotional mind state, as recognition leads to mindfulness. The more consciously aware of our feelings we become, the further we are towards separating ourselves from them. To quote Shin Zen Young, If we limit our consideration to just emotional type body sensations, the most common flavors are anger, fear, sadness, embarrassment, impatience, disgust, interest, joy, love, gratitude, humor, and smile. If you want to become happy, independent of conditions, you'll need to learn how to have a complete experience of each type of body sensation. Posture and breathing. You can never focus too much on posture and breathing. And whenever you are lost, whenever your mind begins to wander or you are unsure of what you should be doing, posture and breathing. Beyond that, if you are starting to feel comfortable and want to explore your current experience in more depth, You may then begin to also direct your attention towards sight, sound, and body sensation, while still, of course, remaining aware of your posture and breathing. While you are doing all this, your mind will most certainly wander many times, quite often. And where does it go? Most often, It is our qualities of mental image, mental talk, and body emotion which break our concentration. But that's not a problem, that's perfectly natural, as these three features of inner self are just as much a part of us as the three qualities of outer scene. If I may quote Shinryu Suzuki, to realize pure mind in your delusion is practice. If you try to expel the delusion, it will only persist to the more. Just say, oh, this is just illusion," and do not be bothered by it. So I would remind you again to always keep in mind equanimity and balance. Nothing is good, nothing is bad. Everything that is happening is a natural part of human nature and the mind itself. We are not attempting to silence the mind. We are not attempting to banish all thoughts from our head, no, instead we are trying to foster a state of awareness, a clear, unobstructed view of exactly what is happening within and without. As a vast and immovable mountain, the self resides here. Beyond flows time and space, from nowhere to nothing. On the shore, between this and that, unknowable brilliance.